Thank you, robot. Yeah, God, was I supposed to say something too? No, Maybe. I thought I was just going to, but I heard I heard Kayla's recording as you pressed record, so I was waiting for that to finish, and then Max jumped in, and it just turned into it a just turned into but... a big, polite big to the robot. But... See, when the robot uprising happens, you two are gonna get thrown in the crappy slave pit, and I'm gonna get thrown in the deluxe slave pit. I mean, I was nice. No, 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 no. I think I'm. I think they'll make me a pet. Yeah, now they, yeah I, I can see that. I'm very vocal about how pro-robot I am, and there's a reason for that. You know, <laughs> it's to avoid yeah, the whole slave pit. They they just feel like you're trying too hard, Kayla, you know? That's what it comes down to. But the thing is, is I'm not actually trying. I do genuinely feel this way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. Uh, so, that yeah, that was a really appropriate, really quickly, a really appropriate intro. Because Super Ringo and Super haven't been around for a while, so sorry about delaying. But hey, you know what? Back. It's okay because you want to know what else hasn't been around for a while. But Steven, Steven universe. fucking universe. <laughs> yeah. So I gotta, I gotta talk about this quickly, and I think you guys know it's coming. I'm not gonna make it a huge discussion point, but one of my favorite YouTubers, Willie Orchard, as of the time recording this, this past week, just published a two-hour and seven-minute video essay called. Steven Universe is garbage, and this is why. Oh. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. It is a fascinating thing to watch because it doesn't. It doesn't attack anyone who likes the show. It's not like you're a fucking idiot for watching it. It doesn't do that. It doesn't go for the audience. It if, doesn't go for the fans. If I may interject, really super quick. Um, it is a reflection on me as a person. If someone trashes a thing I like, <laughs> I mean, it basically. It, 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 it is like a teardown of the show and all the things wrong with it, but provides an interesting perspective. And while I don't agree with all the points, I do think a lot of them are valid. It's mostly kind of, the general thesis is like Rebecca Sugar and the rest of the crew universe by proxy don't really think through the implications of what they say, and it could be damaging in the long term. Like oh, I said, I yeah. don't fully agree with it, but yeah, it is, I, I, it's I, a really I, interesting watch, and if you got, like, two hours to kill and want to think hardcore about Steven Universe in a new and admittedly negative light, you should check it out. I'd love to do a bonus episode yeah, about this. Yeah, I, I, I want to get to our real episode, which is back to the kindergarten, but I will say that I actually do believe that, like, a, a few of the, like, and I don't mean left, I mean, liberal ideas that Steven Universe pushed forward are super dangerous and bad and, like, ah, not great. Which we so covered in think, our White Diamond Yeah, I don't, I don't think critiquing the fucking like, show is a bad thing, but I am kind of with Kel in the sense that, like, I don't know how to take that not personally, just because I've dedicated myself to making a fucking podcast that's gone on for over three I mean, so years. I, this thing. Natasha so has I, also I just, watched this and found it really fascinating. Uh, I saw Natasha watch it, too. I just personally get bummed out watching somebody. Just, I don't know. I hate something I love for the long. Yeah, but yeah, if, no, if, you, it, if you really care about like critical it is a analysis reflection of who you are as a person, and if somebody thinks that you like like a garbage thing, ergo you are also garbage. You know. Like, yeah, yeah. That, that like, might be us, us, us being a little bit like yeah. uh, over overly taking the taking that upon ourselves to do. But I think we're both just neurotic in the same way a lot of the times. Intellectually, Dylan, you and I understand that that's like not a not at all how it actually is, but it hurts. Yeah. Still. Oh no! I, 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 to, I totally get but that. I totally get that. You know. I, I, I'm not saying like you guys have to see. I'm just saying it is super fucking interesting. And if you are interested, definitely check it out. Yeah. No. Or, or, or I mean, if you, if you, if you've got a thing for like critical analysis and stuff, 
I can see that being your your bag. You know what it's I mean? given me a lot to think about as a writer and projects I want to tackle. Word. So all right, yeah. well, a project I want to tackle, classic Dylan move segue is hey. back to the kindergarten. Yeah, that's actually a pretty good one. Yeah, Play man. that guitar. Episode opens with Stephen showering inside of a sink. I like the sleepy cleaning, like three frame thing, and then later the excited one. <laughs> well, that was a that, neat touch. You were saying like they did it twice in this episode, right? Yeah. They did it once before, also in another episode. Oh, did they? Yeah. Um, so, oh, so I this, feeling. Okay. Yeah. So this whole this whole little bit is a callback to, and I I can't remember the episode or the context or anything like that, but I just remember uh, the little like div- divided in three thing, and he was like having a good time doing his bathroom routine, yeah, whatever it was. Very, it sounds very familiar because I was like yeah. trying to think of where else I had seen it besides yeah. the so, so they, so they set they set it up that it's like it's him, but he's just like kind of like going through the motions because he is literally like needing to bathe and brush his teeth and pee in the kitchen sink now because Peridot is depressed in his bathroom. I love Peridot depressed in the bathroom. Yeah. We've all I, been there. We've all been there. Yeah. But yeah, friend, friendly reminder that um, Lapis's dick move destroyed Peridot. Friendly yeah. reminder. And it, it, she did destroy everything, and it was a dick move. I, I would say. Yeah, I will <laughs> never not. I will never not be mad about this. But um, I, 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 well, I, I like though that this episode then happened, and that they acknowledged yeah. that it was like, oh no, everything's burnt to the ground for sure. Yeah. No. Like this. No. 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 This is a problem. Yeah. They um, didn't walk it back or anything. I do like, and I'm going to talk about this later. I'm probably going to save this for my final thought, but just to kind of like set it up so I can knock it down later. I do like that Amethyst and Steven know exactly what to say to get Peridot out of the house, which is basically like, you can tell us how dumb we are for not knowing the things you know. And she's like, I do miss that. You're right. Yeah. They're, they're good friends. They're good people. Yeah. Jordy Squad. I'm glad that if they were going to do an episode about somebody like losing everything being broken that they're going to use a cartoonish character and make it like a little bit too real and I like that it comes to like the best conclusion it can and if this was a per I guess my point is if this was an episode just about like sometimes like wounds leave scars and it was like Pearl I would just yawn and be like alright here we go yeah. like, you know what I mean like it wouldn't be like something new it wouldn't be fresh it would be yeah because yeah. we see plenty of that yeah and like the way the way that Peridot seems to deal <laughs> Like we know how we know how she deals with with being upset. Um, this was like a really genuine attempt. I feel like her like from her friends to try and make her feel better. But let's all remember, Stephen doesn't really deal with his depression very well, and neither does Amethyst. So this was going to come to kind of a bad head, you know? Yeah, it's two not very smart broken people trying to fix another broken person. Yeah, and also, the blind leading the blind. What is the what is the impression you guys got as far as like how long it's been? Do they say it's been a few weeks? Maybe I'd say like one week because I don't think it's. I think maybe it's been a couple days because. It doesn't seem tenable to me that Steven's been shitting in the sink for like <laughs> yeah, more than a couple yeah, of days. Yeah, because I, I thought the there would have been a line. Yeah, I thought it like a fish. Uh, I, I thought there might have been a line that said it's been weeks, but but I don't think weeks. I don't think it has been. I think yeah, it's been I don't like think maybe been, a day or two. Yeah, I don't think and there's like, any like indicative. yeah. There's a whole grieving process, guys. Like it's a little bit soon to be like paradox. Get out of the house right now. Be happy. 
Like, you know yeah. what I mean? You're you're unhappy. This makes us unhappy, and therefore you need to fix that. Yeah. Like, that was like, oh, you guys are really not handling this. Yeah. He was and not that, ready okay. for this guess, at all. I guess we're gonna. That, I was gonna save that for my final thought. Um, but <laughs> I guess. Oh, sorry, I guess I'm sorry. Gonna... No, 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 no. Here no, we it's, are. It's okay. Um, wow, are we on final dude, thoughts dude, already? Do do my yeah. move and think of something as you're saying final thought. That we're on. We're this is the shortest episode ever. Um, <laughs> no, but I'll I'll just uh, I'll come up with some other pithy thing to say. Um. So this is this is a really good example of why when someone is sad, don't try to make them feel better for your sake. Yes. Um, but uh, I find it interesting that they chose to plant sunflowers. So I and this is like complete extrapolation, but I think it might have been sunflowers. A because they're like uh, very eye catchy and they're just good to look at in an animation format when you're a viewer. And two, I think because they're trying to bring literally a little bit of sunshine into Peridot's life. Yeah. I mean, it could entirely be that. Yeah. I do see that Guns. for sure. Uh, also, I would say they look really, really good when they're dead. Like, they look like yeah. a rotting like, fucking no thing. Question. They're not like a dead flower. Yeah. They're, that is a dead yeah, fucking was... sunflower. And if, if those were some, like, little-ass flowers, it would be like, all right, Peridot, your fucking flowers died, chill. But yeah, when, it looks like, really, it, like it, the way she cartoon because like, you know what I mean. Flora doesn't really look that impressive, but yeah. And the way like Peridot holds it and the way it has it looks like she's holding a fucking sandbag. Yeah, or yeah it's like she's clutching a like a. It's her size, so she's like clutching a a, a reflection of who she is as a person. Oh, and, oh man! Out loud with my mouth when she went back to the kindergarten and, and everything was dead. I was like, it's not a reflection of who you are, baby. It's okay. And she, like, immediately just bursts out yelling, like, of course, of course nothing is fine, you know. A another example of, like, why if someone is struggling with depression, even if it seems to be working or even if it seems like a good idea at the time, you really shouldn't try to make them feel better because you're tired of seeing them not be okay. Yeah, especially because like, 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 even if even if they were to say like, Peridot, we want to go to Funland, and we've rigged everything so that it'll work out perfectly in your favor, and nothing could go wrong. There's the chance that Peridot could feel that she doesn't deserve all of these crazy things that are going so well for her. Mm -hmm. Anything could come up that you would not expect if you because you're trying to force something on a depressed person, and you're not going to see it coming. Like maybe, i.e., things dying in front yeah. of her. And it, and it becomes about you, and it's a shitty thing to do because then it becomes like, well, how could you do this to me? I did this for you to try and make you feel better, and blah yeah, blah blah. So just like don't like the immediate shitty reaction Amethyst gets her immediately after she gets upset. Yeah, she's like, why are you being an asshole? And it's like, yeah. all right, you fucking like, hey, don't be here. a jerk. And it's just like she she deserves it. She deserves to be a jerk. Like she she deserves yeah. her anger. Lapis did a horrible thing and Peridot is going through the grieving process and anger is one of the stages in the grieving process. So this is where we're at now. Don't take that from her, Amethyst. You know? <laughs> yeah, we had an entire fucking thing of Steven realizing that he, like, you know, fucked up pretty bad with Connie. But mm -hmm. Not exactly the same thing, because he just, Lapis is something I would say way worse. But with, like, Stephen being like, wow, if you're, like, you know, in a relationship of any kind with somebody, you really shouldn't just up and fucking bail on them. Yeah. That doesn't seem like a good idea. And we have a whole arc to get there. So I feel like at this point, the show on every level has acknowledged that, like, Labyrinth isn't wrong. Does anyone 
poor Lapis's decision? There has to be somebody, right? That's like, Lapis is dealing with too much, and she has PTSD, and because I self-diagnosed with that, then therefore it's okay. Like, yeah, no, like, like I mean, I had that old thing last episode about how, like, I understand the logic and find it fascinating, but I still do not support it. Her PTSD is an explanation, but not an excuse. Yeah. Um, for for the reasons can be reasons, but they're not necessarily good. Yeah, reasons. and I'll say this: I wasn't in the last episode, uh, so I I, I I didn't get the voice this out there, but as a sufferer of it. I can verify what, what Kayla just said, and I guess come at me <laughs> if you want to tell me that I can get away with whatever I want. And uh, cool, if you can convince me, I'd love to live in a consequence for reality. Send that fan mail in, bitch. Like, come on, let's go. <laughs> um, yeah, absolve Dylan's conscience. Yeah, so Let I can immediately fucking... tear you to shreds, motherfucker. Yeah, no. <laughs> just... <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I've missed you guys. Yeah, I, I say that every episode. Yeah, I know, I know, yeah. yeah, we I need th- to record. I more. think that's one because we're all such good friends, and two because we never record enough. Every episode of the Ring goes on is like a family <laughs> yeah. reunion, except for Evan. I actually found the corrupted gem like weirdly interesting, and not just because of the design. Although Dylan, I know you and I both love the tongue arm. I wonder if there is any rationale to what. Jet, what corrupted gems do and like where they go and choose to hang out and I came up with like it's not important but I came up with a theory about why that one is in the kindergarten okay. like I don't know why this came to me but I just had like this weird vision that like maybe fucking so it is a plant it does just naturally want to be lying around going ignored because it doesn't like attack them until Peridot fucking stomps on its flower so, I, I don't know, I just got this weird idea that it chose to settle in the kindergarten because nothing grows there, and, like, the tiniest movements upset it, and maybe, like, it tried burying itself in places where other things grew, too, but, like, just the constant presence of life pissed it off or something. <laughs> so it just kept no, no, it relocating. No. Max, are we talking about the plant at this point, or are we just talking about you? <laughs> uh, what I will say, Max, is that you just told us the saddest fucking story of this fucking horribly, like, deformed monster of a gem, like, like wandering place to place on Earth, looking for any amount of, like, quiet and peace, and constantly suffering for 5,000 years. After living through a thousand year war, <laughs> only to be stomped on like a few weeks Maybe later. Maybe that's why it was so mad. It was like, <laughs> yeah, this is the one I place. Too, like, shit. I do, I do want to address just, just really quick the like final bit of Paradox Outburst. Yeah, go for it. I kind of feel like this was the moment where like her, her anger came to a head because, you know, what is what, what has she been trying to do? She's been trying to like cultivate life in a place that doesn't cultivate anything anymore. Something that she was attached to in the past, something that meant a lot to her in the past, kind of like, you know, Lapis. Lapis meant a lot to her. Um, so she's just trying to like find her roots again, you know, and trying to like find something that used to make ah, sense. Roots. Farming. <laughs> well, yeah. Hey, we could extrapolate on that if we want at a later date. Um, but you know, and she she said something to the effect of like, "This thing is just like us, too stupid to get with the program." And like she she lumped Stephen and Amethyst in in with her anger, you know. So she was kind of like uh addressing like why did you guys think this would work also you know like i'm yeah. stupid but you're stupid for making me do it you know um yeah 
so like lashing out is just a part of the grieving process and interesting when she when she like stomps on the flower there's a frame where she's like immediate regret like like oh i shouldn't uh like when you throw a plate and it's already like it's you can't it's already done you know but it's just kind of like ah fuck i took it too far i did oh god oh but then it doesn't matter because it's a fucking corrupted gem and it eats her with a weird hand tongue. Yeah, uh, I, I think giving us that like moment of her realizing like, oh, why did I just kill that thing for no reason? Was yeah. like really important because otherwise you'd have been like, oh, right, it's a fucking flower in a cartoon. Moving on. Like it wasn't yeah. a very impactful moment without that. So it was like a really nice like moment of humanity yeah. added to her. Uh, I, I think though, like, Dragging Stephen Amos to it is like one. I feel like she's betrayed by them by like making her her be willing to trust other people, uh, having control over her emotions again. Because until until they walked in, she was in control. She was laying on the floor. She was playing Spotify. Done. Like yeah. no one else had any power over her. Yeah, and like I could have been at home doing nothing. Yeah, right? and Why instead did you, you motherfuckers b- built me up and then brought me down. And the reality of the world is that people will leave you. They will leave you broken, and you are you will not be fixable. So fuck you for also believing that insane lie I believed a few weeks ago. Fuck you for that. You need to be broken too. Like I, I, I see that as like a very wide reaching like little nugget yeah. of like her. You know, Dylan, I always feel warm and fuzzy in conversations with you. <laughs> I mean, is, is, is it clear enough that I'm speaking from experience here at all? Whatever you think about Paradox being mad. Yeah, well, she's she's mad at Lapis. Yeah, but Lapis isn't there, so she just has to be angry at whoever is there. When the person who has broken your heart isn't there to res- be on the receiving end of your grieving process, it just bleeds out of you. And it and like any any little tiny thing that anyone around you, no matter what their intentions were or are, any little thing that they do that like irritates you is like immediately compounded and it's not their fault you know like maybe it was with good intentions maybe it was misguided but like they don't deserve the outburst like they just don't um but like lapis isn't there to atone for breaking peridot's heart and peridot is still brokenhearted and she's still angry and she could have been at home doing nothing so how dare you two bring me out here just to see like the failure that i am realized in this sunflower idea as a reflection of who i am as a person you know yeah of course she's yelling at them like of course she's mad yeah i, mean, I would even say i agree with all that and i would say that you could even argue she's helping steven because Amos just can see Perry being sad, and she could genuinely be like, "Oh, I want to make you happy." But she also could be like, "I am sick of seeing you fucking moping." I mean, like, <laughs> it's, it's been... usually I am fucking sick of seeing you moping. Like, yeah, she got like that in Too Short to Ride, also. Yeah, yeah, that was the benefit of the doubt for the first. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but with Stephen, like, I would say it's less likely that he would just be cheering somebody up for their sake. But with like Paradox, I feel like I don't know. There's just some level of like. Steven, you're an optimistic, stupid, naive little fuck, <laughs> and you don't understand that, like, hearts exist and that they can break yet. So let yeah. me save you some fucking time. Like, like you know, and I feel like I've had, and as almost, I mean, it sounds weird to say that as, like, that's her being, uh, uh, I don't say nurturing, but, like, for lack like of a better word. Kind yeah, of. yeah, like, yeah. And, but, like, I, I know that I've had that moment when there's someone who is trying to cheer me up and I'm not mad at them. I just need them, or I just am looking for a moment to last shower. I don't realize what's going on, but instead I'm like, no, I want you to feel sad right now so this never happens to you. 
<laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, kind of like a. a I feel trait. like that's reading a bit much into it. Oh, I'm definitely well, projecting all over the character. Like, I'm just, I'm just giving possible motivations because I think there's not just one answer for why yeah, the paradox really, really, really mad at the end. Yeah, and like Stephen, Stephen seems to get it. Amethyst does not like because Amethyst is the one who 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 like yells back. Amethyst is the one who at the end of the day makes it about her again. You know, mm-hmm. like we were trying to do this nice thing for you. How dare you like react this way or whatever? Um, but Stephen, if I if I recall seeing the episode correctly i think steven just kind of like has a really worried expression on his face and just like i mean i mean you're not wrong but let us not when talking about motivations for helping peridot let us not forget that steven is partially motivated by the desire to be able to shit in a place that is acceptable in the eyes of god again (laughs) yes there there, there is that that is all i think there's that and i'm not let me let me clarify. I'm not trying. Like, to say I'm not that saying Steven that Stephen is... isn't altruistic. I'm just saying he has a horse in this race. Yeah, no, I'm not trying to say that Stephen is blameless in in Peridot's, um, like you know, outburst. Of course, he wants everyone around him to feel happy. You know, it's kind of his thing. It's kind of his thing, but he is dealing with his own breakup right now. And what does what does Stephen do? What makes Stephen happy? Seeing the people around him happy. So he definitely has at least two horses in this race. One is that he's probably trying to do the thing that he does, which is solve other people's problems instead of his own to try and make him feel better. And he also just wants to poop in a toilet again. Yeah. We did kind of glaze over the whole, like, initial planting of the garden sequence. I just thought we should talk about it. It's all just visual fun. Yeah, it is just like a cute little visual montage. The music is super sweet. and, And, you know, Amethyst turns into a wheelbarrow. Uh, they bring the tractor from <laughs> from the farm. I want to say about that. Yes. I, you know, I got to say, here's my big praise of Peridot for this episode. Yes. Not a lot of people can rock, like, driving a tractor, but damn, <laughs> Peridot is a natural. She looks so fucking cool on that tractor. I want to see Peridot just drive large machinery. Right? With, like, complete confidence. It's where she belongs, <laughs> like, Well, she's, she's done like, it before. No, like, yeah, Peridot yeah. On the, like, Peridot on the tractor is cool enough to be, like, an ad for cigarettes, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's also, like, the seeing Peridot power <laughs> and confidence is, like, really nice because she's usually impotent and tiny. And in a world that she has unearned confidence, you know? So... Also, real quick on the montage, Flamingo, excellent touch, Amethyst. Where does where would where did the flamingo go after everything had died? That, that, that is, this is a, this is oh. pe- this is Pie Gate. I wish the Pie oh. Gate. This is what a fandom we've we, what a what a, what a what? journey oh. for this show that I meant to say Pie Gate and I almost said Pizza Gate. This is an order that I've had. Pie Gate. This is be Pie Gate 2.0, but this would be fucking Flamingo Gate. Where did the Flamingo go? Yeah, yeah. dude. Someone bully it. Someone bully it. Steven Ryder. Well, Ryder Kayla, fucking thank you for my third impending night of not being able to sleep in yeah. a row. Guys, Sorry. we need, we need to bully night. someone off of the social it, network and get this resolved. Come on. Yeah, I imagine it was an animation error, but also if it would help, you can construe it two different ways. You can construe it that the gem monster was like, the fuck you doing in my block, and, and ate it. Yeah. Or you can construe it that the kindergarten just sucked the life out of that too, and it just dissolved. Or third possibility, we'll see it pop up in the upcoming OKKO OK crossover special. That's well, what I'm choosing to believe. Weird. Uh, quick note about Steven Universe. Uh, great coloring in this episode. 
Are we at final thoughts yet? I feel like we're hitting. We're, there. we're getting there, which is why we're I'm bringing there. in like art notes and shit. Uh, like great color colorist work in this one. Uh, Smoky Quartz, so we don't forget. Yeah, great to see yeah. her. I, I think I said we were watching. She's gone the way of the opal. Uh, someone who pops up whenever her powers are specifically necessary for like the kind of enemy they're fighting, but won't have any spoken lines. Uh, but still cool to see them. So yeah, Smoky Quartz. I'm a fan. When they pop the the gem monster, Peridot hasn't changed. Yeah. She's just annoyed and irritated. Which is perfect. Peridot was just laying in its stomach, ready to accept death. And, and please forgive the 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 paradoting of this, but at this parry point, like you're just <laughs> not gonna you're not gonna come out of that monster being like, oh shit, oh man, you're just you're gonna come out like. Arms crossed, fucking what? Same that old might shit. As well might have as well have been you know? Yeah, just I want to start saying Perry dash P word like things, like Perry plan, Perry, Perry point. Perry point felt amazing to say. Like I have to say, like Perry plan. Like oh my god, I totally get it. Like I thought <laughs> the alliteration precipice. on that shit is like oh my god. You guys should try saying Perry stuff. Is is Perry uh, pizza? We also Perry Mason. We also had a new nickname for Peridot. Amethyst called her Dot. dot. Yeah. And she blushed, and it was cute. Uh, so final yeah, thoughts. Yeah, I was yeah. about to bring it there. Way to, way to be in my rhythms, bruh. Uh, this is my final thought, because I always do it first to give you guys a moment to, to collect. Uh, and to force myself, because I'm that guy at the table. Can, can I go first this uh, time, If then? you want to, specifically, go for it. I'd, I'd like to, because I actually kind of know for once. So... So, so like, I'm largely ambivalent towards this episode. I don't think it's great. I don't think it's bad or anything. I have more of an appreciation for some of the emotional complexity, thanks to a lot of the stuff Kayla said. But uh, it's 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 still, like, I, I, I have grown very weary of these episodes that are almost entirely just, like, characters working through emotional problems. I, ju- I just, I don't find them satisfying as, like, an entertainment product anymore. Uh, that said, I fucking didn't think... I could like trains any more than I already do. And then Peridot had to go and call them clickety ships, and that is fantastic. A, a good old good yeah. old return to Peridot vocabulary. I, I really like yeah, yeah. It's like touch yeah. stumps, you know. I wish she I wish she still did that. Touch stumps that was continues phenomenal. to be one of I my favorite stumps. lines in the show. It's freaking touch I just stumps. Thought, That's your butt. Oh god, that's yeah. just oh. uh, I, Super I, actually, I, I have an interesting moment that just happened. Like I remember back, uh, back uh, Beach City Drift. I remember, I don't remember exactly where we landed in the end of the episode, but I remember my, my strong feelings about it are essentially that while I actually can relate to some of the thematic elements of the episode, I find it very entertaining as a piece of the television. So while I recognize its importance and while I have value and you can go on forever about all the reasons it's a great episode to have, I agreed. I, I didn't enjoy it at the time. But this one, you had the same reaction that I had to that one. But, like, the fact that this one emotionally resonated with me, it didn't make it feel like a character working through some issues or us just dealing with a social topic or some type. It totally felt like a real episode. So, like, maybe I just, like, learned some lesson about when I'm like, all right, why are we even, like, just giving this fucking after-school lesson right here? Like, this is, come on. Like, like, like <laughs> okay, maybe I guess if, if the specific issue of, like, toxic masculinity mixed with the rest of the ones inside of that other one, that one wouldn't have been just kind of, like, me yawning while waiting for entertainment. And I, I take <laughs> back my fucking remarks on that one, I guess. Some of them, at least. 
Yeah, but basically, my my real final thought was Kayla's final thought that I stole earlier. So it's okay. Yeah. I'm, I've been I've been brewing another one. I'm glad. Please. Oh boy, take I hope it's extra strength. Always, I am constantly caffeinating. Boom! Hit me with <laughs> like it. the other the other day. My boss, apropos of nothing, was like, "Kayla, is there coffee?" Because she knew I would know. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. You have yeah. a role in the office. I do have a role in the office. It's whether or not there's coffee. I know it. <laughs> so the uh, we can't end the episode without acknowledging that Peridot huh, has a green thumb. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know everything's going to be okay is because Steven made a pun. Yeah. Um, or everything's going to fall apart horribly. I mean, we, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. So when, when they're initially taking the train out, they're purposefully taking the long road. And Peridot's purposefully not engaging. And she says something to the effect of, I don't need this countryside. I had my countryside. Yeah. My bit of countryside was perfect. And essentially, Lapis took it away. Yeah, that got to me. When they're on the train ride back and they're all, you know, I think Amethyst and Steven are realizing like, oh, that might have been for our benefit a little bit more than for hers, you know. Um, So they're all just kind of like laying there, like not feeling great about the events that have transpired. Oh, yeah. said like stop projecting or we get the metaphor. No, no, no. She was like, yeah, Yeah, we get 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 the the subtext. subtext. Her expression isn't like, all right, Paradox, shut the fuck up. We get it already. It's like. Yeah, shit. Like, yeah, like you. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So they're they're all you know not feeling great about what they've done, and the Peridot basically bookends the sentiment from earlier, where she's just kind of like, yeah, you like this. This has taught me a valuable lesson that like I'm upset about the shit that's gone down, and I'm gonna continue to be upset about the shit that's gone down. And uh, thanks for uh, thanks for cementing that in my life, you guys. Um, and then you know we get the subtext. Um, but then she sits up and she sees they have a point that there's life growing literally anywhere else other than the kindergarten, which is like designed to suck life out of the ground. When when she does like finally look up and take in the scenery, that is not to say that like all you need to cure your depression is like a train ride through a field of sunflowers. I feel like she progressed one step further through the grieving process. And, like, she gets, like, you know, the one-armed hug from Amethyst and from Steven, and then the last shot of the episode is her, like, returning the hug. Yeah. And it's just, like, acknowledging, like, yeah, things things are really fucking rough, but, like, she's not discounting the friendships that she still has. Yeah. You know, even if at times they're, they were, you know, being a little misguided, but she's, Yeah, definitely. You know, they're, they're still... Yeah, I think there, it's super you know? important for them to bring it back to, like, there will be a future, blah, blah, blah. I, it's funny, yeah. I weirdly feel like for for all of the Steven and Amethyst of the world, they shouldn't have had that moment. They should have left this with, you've broken her further, you assholes, and left it there. But <laughs> for all of the Paradots watching, which are a little bit more important, sort of, in the situation, you need to have her look up and be like, no, 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 there's a tomorrow, don't worry. <laughs> so I, was yeah. like, I, I always kind of felt a little bit like this episode didn't really hit any message hard enough, but I guess if I can say they did the did the best good they could for as many people with the messaging they used. Yeah. So A plus, I guess, in that regard. Like Steven and Amethyst have their arcs where they like get get left with the shitty end of the stick, you know? And I think this is this is Paradot's first arc as like a citizen of Earth, where she's left with the shitty end of the stick, yeah. you know. Like she's a she's an earthling for all intents and purposes now. And this is the first time that she's had like something that she built 
Yeah, away from even her. when she gets fucking, you know, you can't you can't shape shift. She gets a cooler power as a result. <laughs> so yeah. it's not exactly yeah, yeah. suffering. You know what? I just realized what this episode's about. What it's about life and death and love and birth. And peace and war on the planet Earth. Look at that. It all it all ties together. That was Peridot's first yeah. lesson. And that's all stuff Peridot had before Lapis. Aw, man. Way to tie that back Aww. dramatically. They're all of it. Look at us doing a really nice job. Yeah, and let's end it there before we fuck it up horribly. Okay. Right? Like. Thanks for listening to the Ringo Zone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, thanks, thanks for listening. Bye.